Managing your law practice can be challenging. Marketing, time management, attracting clients, and all the things besides the cases that you need to do that aren't billable. Welcome to this edition of the Unbillable Hour, the Law Practice Advisory Podcast. This is where you'll get the information you need from expert guests and host Christopher Anderson, here on Legal Talk Network. Welcome to the Unbillable Hour, the Law Practice Advisory Podcast, helping attorneys achieve more success. We're glad you can listen today on Legal Talk Network. Today's episode is about the physical plant. It's about uh, the actual technology inside your business, and specifically um, the technology in your law firm that you've acquired or that you're considering adding to your business. I was just at uh, ABA Tech Show in the past week. I think, Tom, you were there as well. Tom's our guest, by the way. We'll meet him in a second. And, uh, you know, there's so much being offered there. And, and you see attorneys acquiring this stuff, and then they bring it back to their office, and not much goes on with it. And the thing is, it's not a magic bullet. And we're going to learn today more um, from our guest about how to make that technology work for you. So the title of the show is Getting Optimized or More or Some results from your law firm technology. And my guest today is Tom Lambot. Tom is the CEO of Global Mac IT, an IT company based out of Cleveland. And most recently, he's also created what he calls the optimized method. We're going to learn more about that. But it's a process that helps entrepreneurs, including law firm owners, grow by leveraging technology. Tom is obsessed with helping others and simplifying the complex. Finally, Tom also coaches a few heart-centered high performers by invitation and referral only. We'll talk to him about that as well. He's the author of three books on technology, most recently published by the American Bar Association. I'm actually doing a decent introduction. Usually the the style of the show is to do a poor one. But uh, he's also got four kids living with him there in Cleveland, all under nine years old, um, two English bulldogs, a mother-in-law, and a bunny named Flip Flop. Woohoo! And of course, I am your host, Christopher Anderson, and I will spare you from the story of my pets. I'm an attorney with a singular passion for helping other lawyers achieve success with their law firm businesses. In the Unbillable Hour, every month we explore an area important to help you be more profitable lawyer by growing your revenues, getting back more of your time, and or getting more professional satisfaction from your business. The Unbillable Hour is dedicated to bringing you guests each month to help you learn more about how you make your law firm business work for you instead of the other way around. And of course, before we get started, I do want to say a thank you to our sponsors, Nexa. Solo Practice University, Scorpion, and Law Clerk. Nexa, formerly known as Answer One, is a leading virtual receptionist and answering service provider for law firms. Learn more by giving them a call at 800-267-9371 or online at www.nexa.com. Solo Practice University is a great resource for solos no matter how long you've been practicing. Make sure you check out solopracticeuniversity.com and learn how to run your practice better. Scorpion crushes the standard for law firm online marketing with proven campaign strategies to get attorneys better cases from the internet. Partner with Scorpion to get an award-winning website and ROI-positive marketing programs today. Visit scorpionlegal.com forward slash podcast. Law Clerk, where attorneys go to hire freelance lawyers. Visit lawclerk.legal to learn how to increase your productivity and your profits by working with talented freelance lawyers. 
All right. And again, today's episode of the Unbillable Hour is getting optimized more or some results from your law firm technology. And my guest is Tom Lebot. Tom is CEO of Global Mac IT. And Tom, welcome to the Unbillable Hour. Thank you very much, Chris. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, I'm excited to have you on. Um, this is a this is a really great topic, and I think it's for me anyway. It's timely, and if any of our listeners were at, uh, I know some of them were were at Tech Show um, in the past week. I think it's timely for them because this is the time where you know you bring you 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 were excited about some technology, you bring it back, and then you know you've been away for a week, and so life hits you right between the eyes, and you install the software, and like you use one percent of it, if at all. But, but first of all, before we even get to all of that, I wanted to, my introduction to you today went against uh, the unbillable hours standard procedures and was actually a little bit more in depth. But uh, I thought I'd ask you to just to fill in a little bit more about your company, but, but, but particularly about the background that led you to this topic about maximizing or optimizing um, the utilization of technology. How did you get there? So it's funny, you know, I, I spent 14 years getting back to where I started. Um, so back in, in 2006, I was living in Santa Cruz and I was starting something new. And I was like, hey, I love Macs. I love business. Let's start a business of helping people with their Macs. And so what I did a lot of at that time, what, what I really enjoyed was showing people all the things their Macs could do. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's like, hey, look at all the technology you've got access to that's right there. And you're just, you know, just just a few recommendations away from getting way more out of what you already have. And so that's how I started and started making house calls and grew the company, uh, you know, over the past 14 years. And so now we're a managed service provider. So we do outsourced IT. So we manage all the technology for law firms with 10 or more users. For the most part, we have a smaller plan for some of the smaller firms with five to nine users as well. I'm, I'm fortunate that I've gotten the company to a place where it's able to grow without a lot of my involvement. Mm -hmm. And so I've got a lot of free time uh, that I'm able to invest back on the creative end and focusing on, you know, kind of what's next. What, what am I most passionate about at the end of the day? And the managed service side of the business Again, it's doing great. We've got a great product and systems in place, but it doesn't light my fire. And so the past couple of years, I've been working on getting back to that. Like, what really makes me tick? What's my unique ability? What do I do best? And uh, <laughs> that, that's one comment. Another one, <laughs> I'm going to tie these together in a minute. Sure, yeah. Uh, l last year, what I really started, actually, the way this began is that I was tired of turning away Mac using attorneys that I couldn't help right? The majority of Mac using attorneys are solos, right? Small right. firms, whether one, two, three, four, five users. And all these people I was turning away, I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll make our time worthwhile and give you some good tips, but I can't help you. So last year I created a course, how to start a Mac law firm. That was kind of all, all of our recommendations and best practices, you know, boiled down and simplified so oh, the nice. solos yeah. could, could take it and, and, and know how to start it successfully. And after that, what I was going to do was create a membership community because I was like, man, these solo attorneys, they can't afford our, you know, full out service. But what if I set, set it up in a way that would give them, you know, direction every month on how to get more out of their technology and, and that kind of thing. And so I went through a course to create a membership. And in the process, I created the optimized method. Ah. And, it, it, you know, it, it really kind of captured and boiled down how we do what we do. And I boiled it down to six core steps that it takes to really get, you know, way more out of your technology than the majority of people. And when I took a step back, I was like, wait, none of this has anything to do with Max. Right. 
So all of a sudden, I expanded my market size tremendously because I want to increase my impact. And I also realized, I was like, wait, none of this has anything to do with law. So I, I've, you know, we've worked in the legal vertical for, for over a decade. So I can definitely make an impact there. But my, my true passion, the people I really want to be a hero to are entrepreneurs, you know, small businesses that are growing. And I, I've been fortunate to kind of work with and attract, for the most part, entrepreneurs who happen to be lawyers. And, and so that, that's why it's worked really well. And I've been able to deliver it all our value kind of in my work. Well, cool. Well, now you've got me intrigued. And you're, you're absolutely right. And I think our, you know, the listeners of this show understand that law firm owners are entrepreneurs, whether they like it or not. They might not be very good ones. But if they're listening to the show, they're getting better, um, which is a great thing. But so you said, you said the optimized method came out of you building this course. But it, I don't think we really have a, an idea of, of what exactly it is. You said there's six keys tenets or key areas. So could you just review them real quick? Yeah. So it it, it started with six. It's going to be three or four because I always simplify okay. things. And so essentially it's, you know, step one is let's build a vision. Okay. Where do you really want to be three years from now? Where do you want to go? What does that look like? What does your life practice day-to-day look like? You know, what are your biggest opportunities, biggest challenges, you know, your biggest strengths and kind of get really clear on where you want to go first. And that's not technology focused, but it's important to start with with getting really clear on where we want to go because a lot of times technology can play a significant role in attaining those outcomes. Plus by getting really clear on the outcome, it ties you know, it gets the emotional commitment and, and feeling to where you're working towards. And then, you know, after that, it's really a kind of continual process of defining the vital few from the trivial many. Okay, so uh, the second main idea is optimize your core tool set. So it's like, okay, out of all the software you've got access to, what are the three, you know, the five or top three that make the biggest impact? If you got really good at using these, or if you got better at using it versus how you're using it now, this will move the needle the most, you know, within your practice. Yeah. So like Microsoft Word, Excel, and Netflix, for instance. Yep. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) And so it's getting really clear on, okay, what are... What are the software that makes the biggest impact? Then the next module, so step three, is optimize your leverage. So once we kind of work through a few tools to get really clear on the top software, you know, titles and tools, let's get really clear on the features that are going to make the biggest impact. And then the fourth and final step is optimize your automation. So automation is hot. Everyone wants it. Most people have no clue where to start, right? They get overwhelmed by the complexity. They see Zapier and they're like, oh, yeah, I want to use that. But they stop, you know, they kind of stop there. So yeah, it, it, it's a process that walks you through and helps you get crystal clear on the next step to take. And only by getting to that end, working through the process, do you have the confidence that like, hey, out of the 500 plus features I've got access to, these are the five that'll move the needle the most. And so once you have that clarity, it's a lot easier to justify to invest the time, right? Oh, if I spend you know a couple hours here for the next month, over the next year, that's going to make a significant shift uh, and then have a huge ROI. I mean, that, that all makes sense. I mean, like I was saying at the top of the show, I just came back from ABA Tech Show for the listeners that don't know what that is. That's a... Uh, an annual conference in Chicago. Uh, it's almost, I think it's always been in Chicago. It's run by the American Bar Association's Law Practice Division. I think t- this year the count was about 1,200 attendees. But anyway, it's a, there's a lot of education there, a lot of, a lot of learning, and also a lot of vendors, a lot of companies there 
trying to introduce their technology to law firms that could benefit from it. And I have no doubt that the law firms there could benefit from almost every technology that I saw there. But I'm also continuously amazed at the, you know, and there's a huge range of it, but I'm amazed at when I talk to lawyers who have been there, who've bought whatever they bought, I find that the utilization is like really, really low and their frustration with that is high and they become kind of burnt out on it. And I start hearing like, you know, I'm not doing buying anything more because I didn't, nothing works. Nothing really moves the needle for me. What's going on with that? Like, I mean, is that is that part of what optimized method is there to 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 help with? Is 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 the technology challenging to the point that it's become overwhelming and too much for lawyers to handle? Yes, it, it absolutely is, and that's exactly what the optimized method that that's its whole entire purpose. You know, th- there's a pervasive problem that affects all of us in in all of our areas of our lives nowadays. Right? We have a preponderance of choice. We have access to so many things and information that the problem is not. Do we have the tools that we need, but how do we actually use what we have access to? On average, from going through the course a few times and and some research I've done online, on average, people use 30 to 40 apps for their business on a regular basis. That might sound super high at first, but when you go through, you're like, okay, I got Dropbox, I've got 365, Microsoft Word, Microsoft Outlook, my case management software, I've got my PDF editor and viewer, right? And all these different things. And so on average, we, we get to about 37, and this was consistent. And if you've got 37 apps you have access to or are using, right, some more frequently than others, obviously, how many features, Chris, do you think an app has on average? 50. 50, 50 right? So if we say, if we're conserving, we'll say, okay, let's say there's 20 features sure. and, you know, 35 apps, that's over 700 features that they have access to to make use of. What happens, and again, this is not my, you know, just my brain. This is from discussions I've had with lawyers, is I remember Neil Tyra shared this with me, the, the host of The Law Entrepreneur, and he's like, and he's pretty tech savvy to begin with. So this, it, it doesn't matter how tech confident you are, whether you are or are not, people get overwhelmed because they, they, there's this amount of technology guilt that they have, that everyone has, right? Oh, I wish I did more with Clio. I wish I did more with fill in the blank right? Oh, I want to use that feature. And, and we think about it for two years, never do anything with it, right? Because whenever we actually have the time and, oh, this year I'm going to use, I'm going to do more with my technology this year. And then the time comes up and they go, okay, where do I start? And they right. have no clue, right? They're so bombarded with, with information and new features that come out every month, you know, and it, the, the new shiny things from tech show, right? Versus the the core tools like Microsoft Outlook, Microsoft Word, right? How many attorneys actually take the time to learn how to use Word properly? Oh my gosh. Right? Yeah. Or use Outlook properly, right? And there, there's so much, you know, choice out there. Everyone is stuck. And like you said, they go to Texture, they bring back a tool, they've got all these wonderful ideas, but then they just had a week away from work, they jump back into it, and boom, they're back in the forest. And yeah, months exactly. go by, and then they, you know, they happen upon that Evernote note they created three months back, and they said, oh yeah, I should do that. Oh, well, I'm too busy right now, I'll get to it later. And it just keeps getting kicked further and further down the road. Yeah, if they don't even know how to use all the features of Evernote. Um, we're going to take a break here. I'm talking with Tom Lambot. He's the author. Uh, he's, he's an author and the CEO of Global Mac IT. And we're talking about law firms and entrepreneurs, really, use of and adoption of technology. 
in their businesses and the failure really to to fully adopt the vast amount of features and uh, capabilities that technology has. When we come back, I'm going to ask him, a, you know, exactly what uh, Tom's invented this thing called the optimized method. I'm going to ask him a little bit more about exactly how it addresses that and what what law firm owners and other entrepreneurs can do to overcome this problem. But first, we'll hear from our sponsors. Law Clerk is where attorneys go to hire freelance lawyers. Whether you need a research memo or a complicated appellate brief, our network of freelance lawyers have every level of experience and expertise. Sign up is free and there are no monthly fees. Only pay the flat fee price you set. Use rebate code UNBILLABLE to get a $100 Amazon gift card when you complete your next project. Learn more at lawclerk.legal. If you're missing calls, appointments, and potential clients, it's time to work with Nexa Professional. More than just an answering service, Nexa's virtual receptionists are available 24-7 to schedule appointments, qualify leads, respond to emails, integrate with your firm's software, and much more. Nexa ensures your clients have the experience they deserve. Give them a call at 800-267-9371 or visit them at nexa.com forward slash podcast for a special offer. Welcome back to the Unbillable Hour. I am talking with Tom Lambot. Uh, he is the CEO of Global Mac IT, but we're talking about a particular uh, system that he's developed called the Optimize Method. And the problem that we're talking about that I think most everybody on this listening to this podcast should identify with is, I mean, I think, Tom, you said it, like Microsoft Word. I mean, I wonder what percent of Microsoft Word the average user uses. I'm, I'm probably at about 15% or something, I bet. And it just does so much more. But uh, we're, we're talking about that, that problem that we, we have so many and so many features in each one that we're really overwhelmed and we never fully implement and get the full value. So can you just describe, like, how does Optimize Method help to do that? You described what the four kind of processes are, but how does, how does it help lawyers get and, and other entrepreneurs really get ROI from their software and other technology? Yeah. So the outcome is not to use 100% of your software. Sure. Right. And and the, the example you just gave is awesome, right? You, you might use 15% of Microsoft Word. Now, I would challenge that no attorney needs to learn how to use 100%, right? But again, there's, so, there's hundreds of features, right, built into Microsoft Word. And the, the problem is they don't have a, a method, a process to go through and go, okay, out of all these features, what are the three features that if I learned how to use yeah. would save me the most time, right? Maybe it's going from 15 to 17% of using Microsoft Word, but defining that additional 2%, the right 2%, right. that's what's going to move the needle. That That's the, you know, the Archimedes lever, right, that you get. And so if you can strategically go through and do that for each of your apps, right, so it's like, all right, I got 40 apps. What are the few that make the biggest impact? These. Okay, out of these apps, what are the three features that will move the needle the most? And, and so, you know, what I want to do with Optimized Method is help people find ways to systematically tap into the hidden profits in their technology. I, I've always had this, there's just a, a, an enormous amount of dormant profits that lay within people's technology they already have and are paying for and are sitting on, right. but they don't take the time, you know, to learn it. And so what this does, it shows you how to build a vision for, you know, what their technology leverage could be and how it'll impact, you know, their big outcomes. And then it breaks it down to the ridiculous, right? Do you remember planning long distance trips before Google Maps? Oh, yeah. 
right? You have to go to AAA. Get the trip. Yeah, get the trip ticks from from AAA. Yep. Yeah, use a marker, right? Draw the line, map out your trip, check continuously as you're driving, right? All these additional steps. Oh, you you never think. Give the maps to your wife, and then when you get lost, yell at her. For, uh, and you blame her not paying attention. Absolutely. That's right? how you you got to look at done. the roadside. <laughs> so what, what's magical about Google Maps, Apple Maps, or Waze is that you put the destination and it spits out the step-by-step, the play-by-play, right? You know ultimately what your final destination is, but all you need to focus on is the next step. Turn right here. You know exactly what you need to do. So what if lawyers had a process they could follow where they invest the time up front Right, to define exactly where they want to go. And then at the end, they have a clear step-by-step directions to get far more leverage on their technology. So that's what we're doing. Yeah, that's, I think, really cool. And I, th- I, love, I love what you said, though, too. It's like, yes, you're going to give them the step-by-step directions. But part of that is finding out where, where they're going to get maximum effect because it would, be, it would be a fool's errand, indeed, to say, I'm going to learn 50% of Word and just like start going through the menus. I'm mean, looking at them right now. It's like... Well, I don't know what I'd use any of that stuff for, but so finding, yeah, finding those three or four nuggets. And then I think the, and you mentioned profit to get profit out of them because, and I think that's really key because if you get value this way by step-by-step instructions and by picking the few features from a few apps or other technologies that you can use, um, I might, you know, I might have a few things on my phone system I need to use a little bit better. But if you do that, it doesn't cost you anything. Right. I mean, it's just you've already paid for it. You already own it. You already have a right to use it. You're just not. So it, whatever it drives to the bottom line is yours. Yeah. And, and again, it, it comes down to time. Right. I mean, law firms on average spend 64 percent of their revenues on labor. So it's like, OK, well, let's look at your labor budget. You're spending $280,000 on labor each year. What if we could keep that cost the same and make everyone 5 percent more productive? That's all profit. Right? That goes yeah. straight to the bottom line. And there's so many inefficiencies out there. The things I have seen, you know, doing what I do. I remember Krista is actually on our team. She used to be uh, an office manager for a law firm we supported. And there, there was a, a case where one of the attorneys didn't know how to merge a PDF. And so every time she had to do that task, which comes up pretty often in that line of work, she would copy it onto a flash drive, walk across the office, interrupt the office manager, she would plug it in, open the files, merge the PDFs, copy it back on the flash drive, and then they'd walk back, plug it into her computer, and copy the file. Wow. So we learned about this, and we showed them a better way. And all of a sudden, boom, we just freed up you know, yeah. dozens of hours per year. So there, there's so many little instances like that, some you know, even far more impactful than that. But that's what we want to tap into. What do you think your skill set is that you know enabled you to come up with this and help help these businesses you, you be successful helping the businesses be more successful? I don't know if you're familiar with strategic coach. Yeah. Yeah, so I have been in that organization for for 4 years now. Okay. So it's run by Dan Sullivan, brilliant guy who coaches, you know, top entrepreneurs and one of their biggest concepts is unique ability. And it's that everyone in the world has unique ability. And when, you, when you're when you doing this thing, you feel like you can always learn, you can always improve. You know, when you're spending time doing this, time flies by, right? You're lit, you know, you're on fire when you're done. And so my unique ability is to simplify the complex, help people identify strengths and weaknesses, and then create a path to help them attain kind of the next level. And so I've gotten really clear on this in the past few years. And so I've continued 
continually been spending more time there and delegating everything which is not within my unique ability. And so, you know, again, going back full circle back in Santa Cruz when I started making house calls, my passion was to help people get more out of what they already have. And so I'm doing it now just on a different level, you know, because I've really understood, you know, what do people need? Uh, what do people tick? In terms yeah. of what, what's helped me become successful, I just, you know, find what you love to do and you'll never work a day in your life. <laughs> yeah. It's always been one of my, you know, kind of core beliefs. Uh, and I love what I do. So That's super. And let me, let me just I, to follow up on that because one of the things you said was that to get people to do the things they like to do. One of, I mean, I'll tell you, you know, you go to a tech show or any other trade show or gathering of lawyers and you have a talk about maximizing your technology, like this one, and then there's a talk about marketing to get more leads and a talk about sales to close more leads. And I promise you, the lawyers are going to pack into the room on marketing. That's what they want to hear about. What's your pitch to lawyers? What, and I'll tell you, the same thing's true about this show. Um, when we do a show, we, you know, we do uh, shows on seven main topics. We do shows on marketing. We do it on sales. We do it on hiring and firing people. Um, we do it on physical plant like this one. We do it on production or actually you know, automated and getting production to move through the factory. We do on financials and we do it on, on mindset and, and actual personal growth. But I promise you, the, the best the most popular, the most shared, the highest rated shows are always the ones on marketing. So what's your pitch to folks that they need to be paying attention, spending some more time in their technology when they seem to have this perception that sales and marketing have a higher ROI? And then, of course, they have all the other priorities in their business. Yeah. So, you know, the, the key here, again, is mindset, just like you talked about. How yeah. are people thinking about the technology? For many, technology is an expense that they try to minimize as much as they can. Right. Mm. So they work with old computers that are four, five, six years old just because they keep on running. They, they do all these things that don't make sense when you think about the value of someone's time. And there's so many, you know, people write, you know, multi thousand dollar checks, you know, for marketing and website. And, and they're, they're happily writing these checks to outside vendors. But internally, their systems are shit. They, their technology is shit. So it's like, okay, we're going to spend $30,000 on, you know, Google ads this year. Right. But my whole team's working on five year old computers. I've never taken the time to teach them how to use them. So they're kind of hunt and pecking, you know, essentially on their keyboard, right? So, you're, you're spending all this money on your marketing, on your sales to make the phone ring to get leads, but the people aren't, you know, you, let's say you, you get the Clio, you know, full package, right, with, with Grow, and, and you never take the time to configure it or set it up, right? So they're, they're pumping a lot of money on the front end to get leads to come in, but then when they actually come in, the systems that your team is using are not working efficiently. Right. And so, and so that's why technology needs to be made a priority as well, because there's a huge ROI on there. Right. Because, yeah, you, you spent all the money to get the business in, and then you handle it with a low level of efficiency or productivity, and you're basically wasting overhead to, to get the business done. That makes, that makes yeah. total sense. All right, we're going to hear another word from our sponsors, and we'll be back in a minute with Tom Lambot. He's the uh, CEO of Global Mac IT, and we're talking about how to maximize or optimize the technology that a law firm or any other small business has to get more out of it and to drive more profit to the bottom line. When we come back, we're going to ask Tom a little bit more about why people give up on this and get a few take-home tips for you so that you take what you learn on this podcast and, and make it work for you right away. But first, 
we'll hear from our sponsors. Feel like your marketing efforts aren't getting you the high value cases your firm deserves? For over 15 years, Scorpion has helped thousands of law firms just like yours attract new cases and grow their practices. As a Google Premier Partner and winner of Google's Platform Innovator Award, Scorpion has the right resources and technology to aggressively market your law firm and generate better cases from the internet. For more information, visit scorpionlegal.com forward slash podcast today. Ready to create and build your own solo or small farm practice? Need a nuts and bolts education on the 360 degree experience of starting a business? There's only one online destination dedicated to helping you achieve your goals, Solo Practice University. The only online educational and professional networking community dedicated to lawyers and law students who want to go into practice for themselves. More than a thousand classes, 58 faculty and mentors. What are you waiting for? Check out solopracticeuniversity.com today. Welcome back. This is Christopher Anderson to the Unbillable Hour. We're talking with Tom Lambot. He's the CEO of Global Mac IT, and we're talking about maximizing, optimizing the leverage that law firm owners, law firm businesses, other small businesses get from the technology you already have um, and a method that he's developed to help do that. Um, so what I wanted to uh, shift gears here, Tom, we've talked about kind of the problem and we've talked about the solution, is that we know that some people just kind of give up on this. So so like I want to help inoculate the listeners. Like we're going to do this. We're going to get more out of our technology. What What are the reasons they need to watch out for so that they don't give up where a lot of other people do? Two big reasons, I think, are impact and overwhelm. So first off, most people, again, you know, don't realize the potential impact. They, they don't see, you know, what the ROI is going to be on learning how to use their technology better, learning to get more leverage out of it. And they know that they should, but without seeing a line item, it's a lot harder to measure. And then in terms of, of, of overwhelm, again, people don't know where to start, right? They're, they're so yeah. busy. There's so many different hats they're already wearing, so many responsibilities. When it comes to technology, most of them think, well, it's not blowing up, so we're fine. <laughs> I can't put time there, yeah. right? Again, but if, if they understand the ROI that they can actually gain from investing time in their technology, then I find it's a lot easier for them to do that. When you, uh, yeah. when you work with someone, can you predict that for them? Can you say, listen, I think we can get x percent more out of this or can you can you like give them a like you said you start with a vision is part of that like seeing how much better they could do yes i i don't have a process to really quantify it just yeah. yet but you know just looking at simple numbers i think everyone can easily save you know say 10 15 minutes a day right and and again but what's the impact of that o over time right one hour per week okay you got four hours a month you just save 50 hours right off the bat yeah, I, I was going to ask you, I mean, is there a way that that a solo, like someone who's got a really small law firm as a solo, a super small law firm owner, can just can at least get started and start doing this just by themselves? Yeah, definitely. Uh, and, you know, one thing we haven't talked about at all either is automation. Yeah. Uh, that optimized method goes into, right? What are the easy automations that are literally just flip the switch that you can start benefiting from right off the bat, right? Like integrating your accounting software with with your case management software, things like that. You know, there, there's so much tedious work. And so we identified the easy things and then the more advanced things as well. I have workflows in Zapier that literally save me hours 
that happen in minutes now. And so I'm able to deliver, you know, better customer service, faster response. They don't know it's all robots, right? Because there's a human element still tied into it. And so when you get into automation, that's a whole other level you can tap into. So the way for solo or to kind of do a good job doing this on their own, the key is all about the preparation. Most lawyers are too busy, so they end up using a slapstick tech strategy, right? They have a need, they find a tool, they get sold on something at ABA Tech Show, right? They go, yeah, okay, I'll get it. They run through a rushed setup and then they plan to go back to it one day to use more of what it can do. Except like we said before, the day never comes and it just gets added to the pile, which is so overwhelming because there's so many things they want to do. So what they have to do is define the vital few from the trivial many. One of my favorite books is Essentialism. I read it at least once a year. And this is the whole kind of methodology. And he says, an essentialist spends a lot more time on the front end. They consider more things. But then once they define what they need to do, they really focus. And so that's what needs to be done here. So with the optimized method, there's a set of tools that we work through that help define that clear vision to you know, develop the emotional commitment to the task and helps them see the big impact. And then they prioritize the top applications, top features and top automations that they have access to and need to start working on. So again, you know, for, for someone to do really well, like a solo who's busy and wearing all these different hats and they say, okay, this is the year, I'm, I'm, I really am, I'm gonna make a change, I'm gonna get more out of my technology. What they need to do first is spend the time up front to get really clear on what's gonna be the most highest impacting area, sure. right? Otherwise, until they do that, they just keep spinning their wheels and you know, using tech in a haphazard, reactive manner. Yeah, well, that makes that makes perfect sense. Listen, can you? Um, you've, you've worked with people, put them through the optimized method, so people can understand like how that helps. Can you share a case study? Like, is there anybody that stands out to you that went through and got real benefit? One person, let me see, uh, Steve Berger, he practices elder law. He's got about, I think, f- five or six people on his team. And he went through the first course, and he actually ended up going through the second time. Uh, I, I did the entire course as well because he saw the impact that it was making for him. And after he went through this, a single item that he focused on, right, that made it to the very top of the list of the features to implement, he spent three hours uh, kind of completing the setup. He he had wanted to do this for years. Right. And his ROI on those three hours is that he freed up 220 hours per year right off the bat. Wow. Right. Wow. And, That's and pretty so, impressive. That's a 70 to one return. <laughs> yeah. You look at those 700,000 features or whatever and say, okay, if you can define the three, that'll make the biggest impact. Once you, you know, once you go through the work and you're like, wow, that's all. I don't have to learn these 8,000 features. I don't have to get the 87% of the you know, software I'm not using. I just have to do this 1%. And if I do this 1%, it's going to make a huge impact. That was one win. That, that was pretty exciting. Yeah, that's a great story. So we're, we're coming up at the uh, end of the show. And one thing I like to do as often as possible is give give our listeners something to go home or go back to their office or you know turn off the podcast. They're probably sitting at their desk right now and do. So what's a strategy or an action item that you can leave with our listeners that they can go and do today? Uh, so one one simple strategy, this is kind of early on. It's not the whole tool, but it's an easy part they can start with. Start a timer and spend five minutes writing every single app that you use. So go in your applications folder, go in your password manager, go in all your bookmarked websites. 
Okay, so an app is could be an application on your computer or it could be a web-based app, right? Everything is software as a service anyway. So make this entire list. You're going to be shocked. You're going to go, wow, I got way more than I thought I had. Yeah. And so what you want to do now is from the kind of mindset, okay, if I could only learn how to use one of these apps in a better way, which would it be? Okay, so say 2020, you cannot work on any of, you cannot learn any skills on any of these applications except for one. What would that one be? Grab a highlighter and highlight that. Do that two more times. Okay, now you've got potentially your three apps that'll make the biggest impact. And so once you do that, then you repeat the same process for features. And we've got right. a whole process that kind of dives a little bit deeper, but same thing. So, okay, it's my case management software. Okay, out of these, what are the features you've wanted to implement? Reach out to the vendor and say, hey, what are the top three features you wish every one of your clients used? Yeah, yeah. Uh, because if, if they did, you know that they wouldn't cancel, right? So many, I, I can't tell you the amount, the, the number of conversations I've had over the years when an, a lawyer starts, he goes, oh, I hate blank app because it doesn't do this and this and this. And, and it does, so, right? Yeah, and it does. It's like, oh, I'm actually, it's right there. And they go, oh, yeah. okay. I've been there, done that. I'm guilty as charged. <laughs> yeah, the majority of frustration is just from the lack of spending time learning how to do a thing. So one quick strategy. So pick what are the three apps. And then out of those, pick one feature for each app you're going to work on the next 90 days. Okay, one feature per month. Is that Perfect. something you can do? I don't yeah. care how busy you are. You can block off one hour once a month to spend a little bit of time learning how to use it, setting it up, or implementing it. I think that's a great takeaway. Thank you, Tom. And of course, that now brings us to the end of the show, and that wraps up this edition of The Unbillable Hour, the Law Business Advisory Podcast. Our guest today has been Tom Lambot. He is an author, most recently published by the ABA, and he is the CEO of Global Mac IT. We gave a lot on the show today, and I think uh, I'd love to give people a way to reach back out to you, Tom. What are the best ways that uh, if they want to learn more, what, what, what actions should they take to learn more about what you do? Yeah, if they want to reach out and ask me a question or something like that, they're welcome to shoot me a direct email at tom at optimizemethod.io, or um, I'm going to create kind of a, a, a report directly linked to some of the strategies we talked about today and make that available. And you can access that at optimizemethod.io forward slash unbillable. Oh, how nice. The name of the show. Fantastic. That's optimizemethod.io forward slash unbillable. Tom, thank you very much. Thank you. Thanks for having me. You bet. And of course, this is Christopher Anderson. And I look forward to seeing you next month with another great guest as we learn more about topics that help us build a law firm business that works for you. Remember, you can subscribe to all the editions of this podcast at LegalTalkNetwork.com or on iTunes. Thanks for joining us, and we'll see you again soon. The views expressed by the participants of this program are their own and do not represent the views of, nor are they endorsed by Legal Talk Network, its officers, directors, employees, agents, representatives, shareholders, and subsidiaries. None of the content should be considered legal advice. As always, consult a lawyer. Thanks for listening to the Unbillable Hour, the Law Practice Advisory Podcast. Join us again for the next edition, right here with Legal Talk Network. Learn by doing with Practicing Law Institute's award-winning on-demand interactive programs. Developed by experts in learning design, these immersive programs incorporate the latest in research-based instructional design and technology, allowing you to try out concepts, challenge yourself, 
and grow your skills using real-world scenarios. With programs focusing on professional development, client-facing skills, and law practice management, you can earn CLE while you learn. Launch now at pli.edu interactive or download PLI's mobile app.